welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to um, potentially the final episode of the season of the Generic Football Show. Um, it's a very special episode today um, because we're sitting in a park, for one. And um, yesterday, Dan's team were crowned champions of Europe for the sixth time. How do you feel, Dan? Um, well, first off, I feel like I should address the elephant in the room. Okay. Um, it's not a nice thing to say about Mel. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> All of a sudden, I feel really awkward. <laughs> um, so, uh, last week... Um, I was a little bit cagey with my responses in the in the debate, um, and I'm not going to apologise for it because now I get to be really smug about it, <laughs> um, and I think that's all based on um, what's that word I was looking for? Superstition. Superstitious. <laughs> yeah. So like I, and so yeah, basically. I don't really care that I didn't defend us very well. <laughs> they defended me in the end. There so, uh, well, I think for those who don't know what Dan's referring to is yesterday, not yesterday, sorry, last week we had Ginge um, as a guest on the on the podcast and we got into a, a bit of a somewhat heated debate where Ginge was defending Tottenham um, in terms of having the more heart than Liverpool. He was defending Poch as a better manager than... You know, we should Klopp. go through all this now, shouldn't we, in a roundabout way? Well, I think what was interesting is if, if you didn't know anything about football prior to listening to the to the podcast, you would have thought Tottenham were the better squad. Yeah, the Because of the, the way favorites. Ginge like, defended the hell out of them. And do you know what? And he done a really good job, and I done a really bad job, and I will fully admit that. However, it's... I, I feel like it's just now because I'm not really too bothered that I didn't defend them very well because they've gone out and done the business. Like I always, I had full faith in them, but I'm one of them guys that likes to keep it, likes to keep it quiet so that they're that way. Because I've done it before where I've shouted my mouth off and then we've lost and I've looked like an idiot. And I'd rather be quiet and then look like a hero at the end of it yeah. than shout my mouth off and look like an idiot. Yeah, fair. So I got 110% confidence in them. Nice. Next year we're going to go and win everything. Nice. And that's all I've got to say. Let's talk about the game. Um, normally, this is the point we say, "What a great game it was!" But in all honesty, I thought it was pretty boring. It was crap. Like we it, watched it yesterday, and we we countlessly said, "Like this doesn't feel like a Champions League final." No, and you know what? It. I don't think it did. Um, and I don't know whether or not that's to do with the atmosphere and how many fans were there, um, or just the tempo of the game because the tempo seemed sluggish, sort of for a while uh, I think when Tottenham sort of brought on more of their attacking players it sort of opened up mm-hmm. um, but it it was like the Europa League final I felt definitely for the first half of the Europa League final mm-hmm. it just felt like a Asia Trophy final type yeah. job it just felt like yeah. there was nothing to it mm-hmm. um, but it could have been the worst final ever like some people abandon it about as it doesn't matter at the end of the day after 90 minutes we're European champions <laughs> I think it's quite clear that's that's what you care about the most yeah, yeah. Um, but 
but if you offered anyone, anyone in their right mind, would you rather have a great final and lose or a shit final and win? Yeah, I guess you'll take. Do you know what I mean? Win, you would yeah. always, you would always pick winning at the end yeah, of the yeah. day, and I am more than happy to come away with knowing my team's European champions. Well, let, let's talk about the game because in like the first, the game had hardly kicked off. In the first, just for the record, it's it's raining now. Yeah, I'm actually quite pump. pleased about this as it's well because I'm quite, quite nice hot. Rain. Like yeah. the sweat patches. <laughs> And Mad. our wet patches. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, in the in the game, the, the game had like barely kicked off, and I think it was twenty four seconds in. Um, I really want to talk about Sissoko because all season um, he's been pointing. Like I didn't really notice because normally I watch games on TV, um, so you don't get to like focus on a particular player. But I went to Arsenal against Tottenham earlier this season, and one of my friends said to me, "Just keep your eye on Sissoko and watch how much he points in various directions." And he really does. He points in every other direction, bar at his own feet or in his direction. And he did it in the penalty box yesterday after 24 seconds. And what happened was he pointed at the fans. Sadio Mane went to cross the ball in and it hit the arm that was pointing in a various direction and gave away a penalty. What did you make of uh, the penalty? Was it stupid Sissoko? I think it was. I think it was naivety. Mm-hmm. I think that he's put his hand in an uncompromising position. Mm-hmm. And I think because he's done that, he's made the referee make a decision. Yeah. And I think whenever you get make the referee make a decision, VAR or not, you've always put yourself in a dangerous situation. Yeah, yeah. He didn't... I didn't feel like he needed to do it. I feel like there was other people... You know, he's the closest man to the ball, or, or if not second closest to the ball. Yeah. He's inside the box. Mm-hmm. Let the people behind him look and see a bigger picture. Do the pointing. Mm-hmm. You know, sort of do all the rearranging. Yeah, yeah. Like his arm stuck out like a sore thumb. Do you know, don't get me wrong, it it's tough. Do you know what I mean? It is a it is one of them, you know, if it wasn't given, I'd have complained about it for a bit and then shrugged my shoulders and said, Oh, you win some, you lose some. Yeah. But he's he's put himself in that uncom- uncompromising position. So I mean But generally like why why does he do it? I think like, he does it as a directional, as like a leader process. I think that's what he does. Like, you need to go over here, you need to go over there. Because um, I wasn't sure if it was like to maybe put a player off to say, I know you're going this way and it's like a psychological game. or Because he, was, he wasn't pointing at one of his teammates when he pointed in this particular situation. Unless, someone, unless he noticed someone had run off him. I see. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. the only other thing I can think of. Someone's run off of him, he's pointing to say, look, I'm not marking him anymore, I'm going to close the ball down, someone else look after him. I can't think of many other players that do that much pointing. Jordan uh, Henderson does a lot of shouting. But yeah. I don't think he does that much pointing. No. And but at the end of the day, if it's one of them, isn't it? It might it might it might pay off mm. at some point. Yesterday it didn't. Yeah, yeah. And it's to his detriment. Let's talk about Salah's penalty because after watching it back, I think Loris made a mistake. In terms of Lloris dived, he sort of dived the correct way. It sort of was down the middle, uh, slightly to the right. But what I noticed was when Lloris dived, his arms were tucked in. As a keeper, it's important to make yourself big. If he literally had an elbow or an arm up, I think he would have saved that. Yeah, probably. It wasn't a great penalty. He almost like ducked underneath the the penalty. I think it's it's it, it's one of them, isn't it? It's it's a lottery. Mm. Penalties are lotteries. So I, unless it's a criminally bad mistake I don't tend to blame goalkeepers mm-hmm. um, you're right if he spread himself a little bit more he probably would have saved it mm-hmm. but that's just the way just the way it is mm. you know 
it's I think it's the second quickest goal in Champions League final history. There you go. What was the first quickest? Uh, Maldini against Liverpool in 2005. Ah, I remember so that. 49 seconds. I yeah, think. yeah. Wow. So the rest of the first half for me, I'm not sure for you, but not much happened. A few uh, corners, quite a few corners. Trent Alexander-Arnold can put a ball in nicely. So I mean, Trippier can't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, me and you spoke about this quite um, earlier on. Mm-hmm. I think the different. It, it's good to see from your point of view as a neutral, because mm. um, I was tense the whole game. Because yeah. at one nil, I felt like, you know, there were times where Tottenham were getting us. I felt like, you know, looking back on it, we were comfortable. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I don't think that they extorted too much energy from us. Yeah, but they still had the play. They still had the movement and I felt like they, you know, caused us issues. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you don't really agree with that. Yeah, I, I feel they may have had a bit of possession. But they weren't really doing much with it. Kane was kind of unnecessary. Wasn't really making runs at all. I think the only real chances Tottenham had were when the balls were played over the top and Son with his pace or Deli Ali would run onto it. But even then, Matip, Van Dijk, Robertson got back quick enough to cover the danger. I don't think you were really under threat, under real threat at any point. They had half chances, no chances. You could, you could tell Kane weren't match fit. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think he had one shot on target the whole game. Mm. Um, he didn't even, like, I think he didn't even put himself in position. Yeah. Um, um, well, I mean, you mentioned it yesterday when we were watching it, that mm. um, he's, you know, crossfield ball over to the right wing for Trippier. Yeah. And he's not even made a surgeon run to get into the box. Absolutely. He yeah. sort of trotted in to mm. sort of, and it's come to no real avail. And he doesn't, he didn't look his usual potent self. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, which I'm obviously pleased about. Um, I think... The only other, the only player that looked worse off than him was Firmino, and I thought Firmino. It really showed in Firmino. I don't, I ca- yeah. can't really remember him doing anything in that game yesterday. Yeah, I was still shocked that we took him off, because um, I still think that he has that ability to, you know, create space for the other two and sort of, you know, he's. I mean, you say you were surprised that you took him off, but in his place, you brought on Divock Origi, if I'm not mistaken yes we did who you know was a real threat when he came on he and was, scored he was no he was goal. rubbish do you think so he was rubbish i thought he looked you know he was fast I aggressive thought he, i thought he was tenacious. rubbish yesterday really yeah really really shit are you actually joking no no i thought his goal don't get me wrong his finish was um was outstanding yeah his finish was real good but i can't remember him playing a, a complete pass I can't really remember him being any sort of a threat. Do you know what I mean? He was chasing lost causes. Do you know what I mean? He was, but there was never, and that that may be down to the fact that we weren't great and that we sort of, you know, weren't stringing many passes together as a whole team. But when he come on, I don't think he changed anything. I, I don't. Think there was like a couple of counter attacks where you were darting forward, and if Firmino was on the ball in those counter attacks, he wouldn't scare defenders as much as Origi running at them. But the difference is, is I think them, what what I will say about Origi is that when when he's got into them positions he's not finding the right pass yeah, whereas Firmino true. would Yeah. so that. there's been a couple of times where Salah could have been played through yeah. and Firmino's just played it to the feet of the Tottenham, stri- uh, yeah, Tottenham yeah. defenders so um, 
you know, it's, it, it's, it works in roundabouts. But his finish, mm. let's not take any away from the finish because, yeah. and he's been massive for us this season. Mm. Sort of the goal against Everton, yeah. the two against Barcelona, yeah. um, the the goal against Newcastle. Yes, um, even though that was put down as a Lasalle's own goal, you know his pressure yeah. and the goal yesterday to seal it. He scored big goals, yeah, and that in itself deserves a new contract. I know yeah, Sturridge yeah. will probably leave at the end of the season, yeah, yeah. Um, but he was—he's been incredible. Mm. Like, and I think that I know we talk about how you know the quality of Liverpool's bench sometimes isn't, mm-hmm. you know, Man City worthy or anything like that. But it doesn't matter, really, if you're making that type of contribution, mm-hmm. then quality really doesn't matter too much. Yeah, I definitely feel you. Like you were saying, it, it definitely seemed like the majority of the game, Tottenham were the ones with more of the possession. It was kind of more in Liverpool's half, more time than it was in Tottenham's half of the pitch. Um, so as a result, it's hard to kind of pick out a good performance in the Liverpool squad, other than in defence, really. Yeah, I mean, I don't think... I think Alisson was given man of the match. Uh, no, I think it was for Van Dijk in the end. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah, I think it was Van Dijk, because I thought it was Alisson, but I think Van Dijk got it. Mm. Um, and I'd give it, give it to either of them too, because they were the two that... I thought Robertson was pretty solid. Yeah, yeah. Threat going forward as well. Um, he can put in a... He can put his balls in. Yeah, man. Yeah. Like, incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Good good pun. Yeah. yeah <laughs> decent. Balls pun. Just in case anyone missed it. In your endo. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Um And... I mean, we, the the three midfielders, um, Vinaldum mm-hmm. was out, was out on his ass again. Really, yeah. Sort of looked real tired, yeah. Real tired, um, and not and not very effective. I thought Fabinho had a good game. I thought That's he broke right. up play. Yeah. Um, the front three weren't. Salah good. is very greedy, isn't he? Very He's greedy. Become very very greedy. Very greedy, um, and it frustrates me because. I, if if he was the only person that we had to rely on, mm. then I'd sort of be like, oh well, fair enough. You know what I mean? He's the only one that's scoring goals, but he's not. Mane scored as many as him this season. You Who's know, had the, really. That's an interesting question. Who's had the better season, Mane or Salah? Because um, even yesterday, I thought Mane was a more of a. Th- I think Mane's performances. I think Mane's performances have probably just put him ahead, but they're both. Because Mane like takes on players when it's not like for the sake of scoring a goal he'll be in midfield taking on players yeah and I pass. think that and I also think that Mane is willing to pass it more yeah. and I think for me that just that brings a bit more of a rounded sort of effort to his game um, they're both sort of on a bit of a goal scoring streak yeah um, but I'd yeah I would say Mane I yeah, would yeah. say Mane um, but it is close and furthermore Mane really enjoyed winning yesterday more than anyone else uh, maybe apart from Henderson more than you believe <laughs> more than Henderson oh uh, yeah. no sorry I think I think Henderson might be the only person mm. like you see the passion mm. and I think that's why I love Jordan Henderson and I think why so many Liverpool fans like him because he he has that passion he instills that sort of that meaningful attitude when like, he puts that shirt on, he's going to give 100%. Yeah, he's going to sing like, You Will Never Walk Alone at the top of his voice. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I think that... And I'm really pleased for him as well because he's come under a lot of scrutiny. And to be honest, I think a lot of it is deserved. I think that he hasn't performed substantially. Well, it's funny. We've been talking about him because there was a moment in the game. It was towards the end. 
I think it was still 1-0 at this point. And the ball came to him. I think he chested it down. And we thought he could score an unbelievable volley now. And if he was Steven Gerrard, he would have. Or it would have at least been on target. And he completely skied it. And it kind of summed him up. Because I kind of thought, this is a moment to be a hero. And technically, yeah, not really all that. Yeah. But you're a great leader. He's, he's a good leader. And he's... I think he's... I don't think he is a leader in terms of technical ability, mm-hmm. but I think he's a leader in terms of attitude. Yeah, definitely. And aptitude, because I think yeah. that he's very... He just... He runs. He runs yeah. and he runs. No, nothing's a lost cause to him. Yeah, yeah. He'll always try and battle and he'll always, you know, sort of hurry people. And, yeah, yeah. and the pressing game is a lot down to him because he always has the legs to do it. Mm. Um, so he brings he does bring a lot to the table even 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 if it's not technical and he almost brings as much off the ball as he does on the ball really well here's an interesting question do you think that's what Tottenham lack in their squad a player like Henderson who really runs relentlessly um, who, who's their equivalent but as it <sighs> Sissoko doesn't want the ball he points in every other direction <laughs> Um, I don't. I can't really think of a player Tottenham have that will just run, that will just run and run and run. Or and even run. like not even just run, but like actually lead, because I mean Kane's supposed to be their leader, but I rarely see him talk much. Uh, yeah, I know, but again, again, it's not. It's not just down to that. It is that da- you know what I mean. It might not be down to vocal. It might be down to the fact that he is their best player, and everyone will see how good he is, mm-hmm. and will want to rise to the occasion. Mm-hmm. Um, I. Hard runners in the Spurs side. I mean, they 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 all run hard, but there's no one that sticks Son, out. Son sticks yeah. out for me. I think, I think me and Bill yesterday when watching the game said, Son looks like he's too good for Tottenham. He looks like he's punching below his weight in Tottenham squad because there were so many occasions, especially in the first half, where Son was getting in behind. He was taking players on, but he had no one around him to support. He was taking players on, and he could have done with a little one-two here. He could have like took a player on, put a ball in, and someone should have been there, but. I think the players around him let Son down. I think he had a, see, a match-winning performance. See, the thing is, is I disagree with that because I've seen so many times where Son has been... I mean, I always remember a game against Liverpool mm-hmm. at Anfield and Son was awful. Mm. Awful. I know it was a couple of years ago and he's bucked up his ideas since. But, I mean, I, they've still got a lot of big players and I, I just think it might be just on the day that they didn't perform and well I mean even say they didn't wasn't like Tottenham were bad though really was it it wasn't I mean, they're 65% possession you know what I, I mean don't think they they're had bad. I just don't think they're good enough and I think even before the game we both said like Liverpool are probably the better team here yeah, I mean, and it, just, well, it just showed you can't argue you can't argue the fact that Liverpool are a better team they finished 25 points ahead of them and Tottenham lost what 13 games this season yeah I think Tottenham have lost 20 games in all competitions I don't actually think they're that good and this is testament to Poch because Poch has managed to achieve so much with a team that's not actually as good as this is where why they finish in the league. This is why I think that transfer window is going to be massive this year. Like because Tottenham have to spend. Tottenham have nice to ride prize this prize money for coming second in the Champions League final as well. Uh, they've got massive amount. Mm. They got a massive. Amount. I think they got ninety two million. There you go. That's like it's a half decent left back. <laughs> it's like Ben Chilwell yeah. Ben Chilwell and a couple of Chewits exactly yeah. um, it's you have 
Tottenham are riding the crest of a wave at the minute, and if they want to continue doing it, then they need to spend money. It's the same with Liverpool. We need to. I think still think we need to spend money. There's going to be what? Well, Moreno's going to leave. Storage is going to leave, and Lallana's going to leave. I think we've got cover in all those positions. But not really. Not really. I don't think we've got another left back bar Andy Robertson. Andy Robertson's so good. He, he is love a left back. He is so good. He's but incredible. if he gets injured. If he gets injured, yeah. then it's an issue. It's the same with Daniel Sturridge. I mean, Rian Brewster will probably step in. Um, mm-hmm. Big promise. Yep. He'll probably step up to Daniel Sturridge's shoes, so I don't know if we'll probably get the striker. But I certainly think we need... Um, I think we need another left-back. I think if Klein goes, we need another right-back. And I think we need another centre midfielder because I think there'll be a couple that leave. Cater's still... Uh, yeah, about. Yeah. And a winger. I think we need a winger. Shakiri's still about. Yeah, but I don't know if Shakiri's what we want. If we're playing that pace, if we're playing that pace, like the the pace game, Shakiri's not really your man, is he? I'd have Shakiri over Alexi Sanchez. It's not hard though. I'd rather have me over Alexi Sanchez. (laughs) Yeah, fair. You're not even good. No, (laughs) awful. Um, overall, then, uh, deserved win for Liverpool. Yes. Um, and I'd say it was a deserved win because although I think Tottenham were the better team I don't think I don't think they, they were a better team by much and I don't think that they when I look back on the game had a real had any real clear cut opportunities do you know what yeah, I mean the, yeah, the yeah. Lucas one the sort of like the toe punt oh yeah um, it wasn't really clear cut there was a, the Ericsson free kick wasn't a bad effort yeah Pulled off a good save, but Alison. I mean, even so, looking back on it and sort of taking the rose-tinted glasses off, um, I don't feel like we were threatened as much as what I felt like we were last night when yeah. I watched the game back. Um, we, and I think that's good. I think that's good. I think we've now got to that stage, like of the the Sir Alex Ferguson Man United teams now, where you don't have to be good to win. I always felt like Liverpool in the past had to be good to win the game. Yeah, like we we could never go into a game, be crap, and win, and we've got to that stage now. Like last night, Champions League final, we were rubbish. Yeah. We were bad yesterday. Like the defense was good. It's a bit of a Jose Mourinho performance. Uh, I wouldn't say it was that bad. Well, I mean, like you just defended and got a couple yeah. of goals. Yeah, I mean, it would have been interesting to see what the what the standard of play would have been like had we not scored in the first couple of minutes. Mm. I mean that would have been a real telltale sign of where the game is going to go because we would have had to have gone for it. Yeah, we yeah. would have had to have played better. Yeah, yeah. And I think that that penalty is almost forced our hand a little bit. Like, well, we're one 0 up in a semi final. We're one 0 up in a final now. We've got Van Dijk in defence. We've got Van Dijk in defence, and like you said yesterday, Kane is an aerial presence. Mm. You don't want. You wouldn't want anyone of. You know, you won't want anyone more than Van Dijk going up against him. Well, I mean, luckily for you, Trippier can't cross a ball as well. Yeah, which is crazy because. But at Burnley that was his like best asset yeah like he was real good mm. so I mean it's it's bizarre but I'm we're champions of Europe man like that's all that matters yeah, like yeah. we are I hope this is like the start of something now like the start of this crusade where we sort of go on a, and I think that I think that I was talking to you yesterday like Klopp stayed at Main Mines for seven, seven years. years yeah. He stayed at Dortmund for seven years. I think that because he's got his hands on the Champions League, which is the one that 
I think he really wanted because yeah. you know the failings of Dortmund against Bayern and yeah, last yeah. season I think that this might be the catalyst for him to stay a little bit longer yeah yeah um, long live Klopp dare I say it long live Klopp he's entertaining I think we should talk about quickly the Europa League final because we always tend to forget about the Europa League um, did you watch it? Yeah, man, it's rubbish. It's rubbish. Game First half was rubbish. It was awful. Standard of play was disgustingly bad. And, the f- and what what Charity are going to do when Eden Hazard goes is going to be mind blowing. Yeah. Like they are going to crumble because I don't think that they're much at all. I kind of feel like I was really excited that there's English teams, complete representatives across both European finals. Um, but the fact that both games are pretty boring, maybe that suggests a lot about the style of English football. I don't know. I just think it might have been the fact that it's, it's a hot, you know, I'm going to make excuses now, but it was hot and the season, like you hadn't had a game in three and a half weeks or whatever. You know, some of the main players were only coming back to full fitness. But I were don't the games boring for tactical reasons as opposed to uh, Yeah, I mean, I think that... I. Yeah, I think that if Liverpool wanted to play their their pressing style, I think it would have been a lot better. Mm. I think it would have been a lot better game, and it would have brought a lot more to it. But I think that we didn't have to, mm. so we didn't we didn't need to make it a fun game. I, if I'm completely honest, have quite little to say about the Europa League. Yeah, final. I mean, I, I thought Chelsea would win, and they did win, and I thought Arsenal were good enough. I thought Arsenal would win. Really? I, yeah, I did. I, well, Unai Emery's got such a good pedigree in that. He's got a lot more respect from the players than Sarri does at Chelsea. Yeah, no, but he, he won the league. He won it three times in a row for Sevilla. Unbelievable, yeah. Unbe- unbelievable pedigree. And also, I think that the, um, I, I just thought that you know with a Bamiang and Lacazette up top, which you know, and they done nothing mm. in that game. I thought that they would uh, they would pull Arsenal through. I thought that. They might do something, but it turns out that they were just as shocking as the rest of the team. Kalasnach was dreadful. Always is. Yeah. <laughs> I felt quite sorry for, um, what's their right back again? Maitland-Niles. Maitland-Niles. I felt a bit sorry for him, because I thought he was quite good in the first half. But then he gave away a penalty. Gave away a silly penalty. And another goal, I think, was partly his fault for not tracking back. But I, do, I, think, it's a, I think the difference is Hazard, and I think that Chelsea, when they lose that difference, are going to be a shell of their That's team. Rude. It was a great header by Giroud, by the way. Yeah. Who I don't normally rate, but occasionally he pulls out See, of the See, I quite like Giroud. Do you? Yeah, I do quite like Giroud. Like a prick. I'm a fan of him. Good-looking man as well. That's why Very I Very good-looking man. Like, I hope he's hung like a rogue hamster. Like a rogue hamster? Hung? Oh, small. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. But just because you said you like him, I thought you would have hoped he would... Yeah, I know. No, no, I wouldn't. Well, I'm not really... Not really going to jump on the bandwagon of him having a massive penis, am I? Why are we talking about Drew's penis? It doesn't matter. (laughs) Um, uh, Yeah. Uh, But when Hazard goes, they're not going to be able to replace him with anyone. I know they got Christian Pulisic, but he's not going to make a dent in what Hazard was doing. I think he's going to put a sickie. Pulisic. That's That's awful. (laughs) Um, But it'll be really interesting to see what Mm. this brings. Um, and I think the Premier League are going to miss Hazard just as much as Chelsea will yeah I feel that um, but we've got the Nations League to look forward to that's exciting who's your money on 
Oh, Holland. Um, yeah, I, well, I don't know because it's England, Holland, isn't it? So I think England. I think England will do it. You think they'll do it? Yeah, it's coming home. I don't know, man. It's coming home. I think Holland will defend, and then what's the guy that Memphis? I think Memphis might, you know, Tennessee. Memphis. <laughs> he might Tennessee. <laughs> Decent. Yeah. No, I think I think we'll we'll beat the Netherlands, and then we'll beat Switzerland or Poland. I'd like to think so. Yeah. Um, on that note, thank you. Dan. Yeah. Thank uh, you for a great season. Yeah, it's been a great season. I mean, we'll join you very soon. Uh, I think we'll do intermittent episodes yeah. over the next few. It's just because um, we know how much you guys love it. Thank yeah. you for the listens, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Thank you very it's much. It's been... Uh, and uh, I'm sorry once again that I couldn't defend my team fully. And uh, I won the quiz as well. Oh, so yeah. I forget that. Yeah. There's always next year. Yeah. <laughs> That's one, Dan. <laughs> <laughs>